0: Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing through the Gospel of Matthew in the ninth chapter, verse 27. Listen to this. Uh, Jesus asked a great question right here. And this is a question that uh, we must confront in our own lives. I'll just tell you what the question is before we get there. He's asked a couple of guys, do you believe? Do you believe? So listen to this, Matthew 9, verse 27. As Jesus went on from there, two blind men followed him, crying out, Have mercy on us, son of David. When Jesus entered the house, the blind man came up to him. And Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? They said to him, Yes, Lord. So Jesus asked them point blank, Do you believe that I am able to heal your blindness? When you uh, just look in the Gospels, this is what we're doing right now, and see how Jesus healed I have never found where he healed the same way twice. There were always little nuances. There were little things that he did here and there. And I think it's actually done that way on purpose where we don't get this mindset. Okay, If we just follow this uh, pattern, one, two, three, four, five, then therefore God must uh, heal me. He must do this in this way. You can see Jesus doing all sorts of various things in different kind of ways and conversing with people. Sometimes he heals from afar. Sometimes he heals by touch like he does here. Sometimes he talks to them before, other times he doesn't talk to them. It it just varies from time to time. Here he says, though, do you believe? They said yes, verse 29. Then Jesus touched their eyes and said this, saying, it shall be done to you according to your faith. And that uh, it shall be done, in the Greek it's literally a command, let it be done, let it be done to you according to your faith to your faith. And their eyes were opened. (laughs) which tells us what? They truly believed. They truly had faith that he was able to do this. And this is such a question for us, folks. Do we truly believe? Do we truly have faith? Now watch what happens. Their eyes are open, And Jesus sternly warned them, see that no one knows about this. This is always an intriguing thing at the beginning of Jesus's uh, uh, things that he was doing as he's going out proclaiming the gospel, okay? Because he kept saying over and over, he said to the demons, don't say anything. He said to the people, don't say anything. Make sure that nobody knows about this. The, told the parents, the little one that was healed, don't let anybody know about this. Well, why was that? Because just about every time, particularly with the human beings, they turned around and did. Look what happened in verse 31. But they went out and spread the news about him throughout all the land. (laughs) So he sternly warned them, see to it that no one knows about this, but they went out and spread the news about him throughout all the land. Jesus knew that it wasn't time for him to be revealed yet. Okay, But he knew that the things that he was doing would bring forth revelation about who he is. And so he wasn't going to do anything that was uh, self-propagating, self-proclaiming. He was telling them, no, no, don't say anything about this. Knowing that they would go out and say it. Some of them would honor that, okay? But here they go out and they spread the news about him throughout all the land. I'm sort of struck when I was reading this earlier. This is such the opposite of how we are now. We are told to go out and proclaim the kingdom. We're told to go Mm -hmm. out and do all these things. And we have to do all these things, all sorts of things as the body of Christ just to encourage people to do what they were doing naturally here. So what's the difference? Sadly, I think the difference is that most of the people that we're trying to go out and to propagate the gospel, if you're having to stoke somebody and try to get them to do this and try to get them to do that, and all that they probably haven't really experienced what we're trying to get them to proclaim. You know, you didn't have to... Uh, encouraged two guys that had been blind that could now see. You didn't have to encourage them to go out and tell everybody what had happened to them because they could see now. Same way in the physical with us, same way in the spiritual with us. If we truly see, then we'll proclaim it. Now, let me read the next account right here. There's just three more verses. As they were going out, so these two blind men apparently were going out of the house. As they were going out, a mute demon-possessed man was brought to Jesus. After the demon was cast out, <laughs> don't you just love that? Yeah, after we dealt with that demon. After the demon was cast out, the mute man spoke. And the crowds were amazed and were saying, nothing like this has ever been seen in Israel. So you would think, man, this is just a phenomenal time, right? This man comes in, he's mute, he can't speak, he's demon-possessed, the demon's cast out, and now he can talk. What does that tell us? Yeah, the fact that he couldn't talk was likely caused by the demon, as well as a bunch of other things. And this is very, very common, folks, okay, in the world. Well, the crowds were amazed, and boy, they are proclaiming There has nothing like this ever been seen in Israel. Matthew nine thirty four, the last verse of the day. Tell me, just think for a moment. How do you think that religious rulers responded to this? The crowds are amazed. The crowds are proclaiming nothing like this has ever been seen in Israel. (laughs) But the Pharisees were saying he cast out the demons by the ruler of the demons. Are you kidding me? They are saying what? Oh, yeah, we see this. Yeah, he's casting out demons, but he's only casting out demons by the ruler of the demons. In other words, Jesus is tied in to the ruler of the demons. Yeah, to Satan himself. So here Jesus is speaking of the things of the kingdom, giving all praise and glory to the Father. And the religious rulers, the religious leaders of the day or say, well, yeah, 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 you know, we can't deny that demons are coming out of him. Uh, but he's doing that by the power of the demons because they have to be submissive to him because he's doing it by the ruler of the demons. You've got to be really, really careful here because it is so easy to do this. And there's other warnings in the scripture about this. Of uh, appropriating the move of God and the move of the Spirit to be the actual move of Satan. You got to be careful here. This is how dangerous that fear and jealousy and anger and dread and et cetera, et cetera can be in our lives if we're not careful. Here are the Pharisees. The Pharisees believed in demons. See, the Sadducees didn't believe in demons. You don't see them saying anything about it. They don't believe that demons even exist. They didn't believe in angels. They didn't believe in an the afterlife. They didn't believe in any of that. In other words, they're modern-day progressives and literal liberals. But the Pharisees did believe in this. Mm-hmm. But rather than acknowledging, hey, you know, there must be something going on here with this guy. I wonder if he really might be who everybody is saying who he is. Jesus had not said anything like this yet. He's not sitting there saying, I'm the Messiah, I'm the Messiah. But they're seeing some things. But rather than seeing with clear eyes, they choose to see with the eyes of evil and to give glory, really, to the ruler of demons rather than to the of the Most High God. Let me tell you, folks, people do that all the time. People among the body of Christ do that all the time. Beware, don't get caught up in that kind of thing. Well, my time's up. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you in the next episode.